You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. It's the quarantine happy hour, or as, oh, sorry, or as I like to call it, quarantine zilla, which is my new alter ego at this point because I am <laughs> deported in Switzerland by myself and I had to find a way to make Bachelorette Monday, Bachelor Monday happen with all the girls that I typically watch The Bachelor with. So we have Lauren and Jen from the It's Complicated podcast. Hello, girls. Hi. I said it's definitely complicated. It's getting very complicated. Good luck with my editing, as you said. And then we have Rachel O'Brien from Be Here for a While. Hello. And then Jacqueline Marfuji, What's Your Jersey podcast. Burr, 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 burr. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a crazy couple weeks being quarantined and also a crazy couple weeks with all the bachelor tea that has come out. I think that people are thirstier than ever. So before we get into all the bachelor chat, the pop culture chat, obviously, you guys, I'm going to have to ask you for a quick quarantine tip of the week because we're all fucking bored and I just need something to look forward to. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Okay, I think it's important to have a morning routine because if you don't get up and like do something like at least three things in a row, it's sort of easy to just like sit down and like let the day and hours start passing. And then by the time you know what, you're ready for lunch. And then you don't want to go on that walk anymore because then whatever. I think if you have a morning routine, it sets you off on like more of a scheduled day and then you get more things done. That's what I think. What's Jen's tip of the week? So I think, and obviously in true, it's complicated relationship fashion that now is the time to start because at least for men, they're more eager to talk to people because they like don't know how to be alone. And it's like you could have free dates with them because you could FaceTime and it's not going to cost them anything. Plus, you don't have to drive anywhere. So really, there's no excuse because you don't have to take the 405 to the 101 to the whatever to get anywhere. So swipe away and have some good convos and really see what people are made of right now because you know they're all falling apart. So the ones that aren't are probably the ones to date. Very good tip. I actually should probably be doing that. I have done none of the above so far. No routine, no dating. Rachel, please give me something that I've done. (laughs) I mean, I feel like mine is going to be somewhat similar to Lauren's in the sense of like have a morning routine, but also like don't forget the things that you did before quarantine. Like still put on a little makeup and like do your hair, like do stuff that makes you feel good. So if you at least look in the mirror, you feel like, okay, I'm still myself. I mean, I'm still myself uh, plus 10 to 15 pounds, whatever. But I still feel like it doesn't look, I don't, if I don't look super depressing, then I don't feel super depressing, if that makes sense. And I also have a pair of house shoes only because, Deanna, you're going to love this. I had ordered the Hailey Bieber Air Force ones like weeks yeah. ago and they arrived right when I got into quarantine. And so now I just have not worn them outside so when it's time to get ready for the day, I wear my house shoes inside the house. And I'm like, okay, I got shoes on. And, they're clean. and I love how knowing Rachel, they're called house shoes because the outside shoes will make the house dirty. So yes. we need house shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so mine's a cocktail quarantine tip. Thank uh, you very much. That's all I've been doing this week. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. 
<laughs> I need to step up my cocktail game. So my ice machine broke and I was like, how the hell am I going to shake a margarita with no ice in my ice like shaker thing? And I thought, you know what? I bought a ton of like frozen fruits. I'm just going to use the frozen strawberries as ice cubes. And so it actually worked. So even if you don't have frozen fruit in the house, just freeze whatever fruit you have and put like blueberries, strawberries, mangoes, put whatever in your ice shaker, in your pint glass, whatever you have at home and shake up a cocktail with that. It also gives it a nice fruity flavor. So if you like like vodka sodas, use those as ice cubes instead of actual ice cubes. And it gives it a nice touch. Brilliant. It's going to be very hard to top all these tips, considering that I've been bummier than ever during this quarantine. (laughs) I am falling apart, but I do have a (laughs) tip. Oh my God. It's not a good tip. You're you're all going to be like, white girl problems has arrived. Deanna (laughs) is here who doesn't like working out and who's currently encouraging everyone to not do anything because if there is a time where you should just be a bum, it should be now. No, I went online and I ordered myself a $200 spin bike to spin. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's all they cost? $200? I thought they were super expensive. No, it's a shitty one. Oh my God, I'm so doing that though. I thought they were so expensive. I want that. No, that's the Peloton, which is two grand. But if you go for the shitty cheap option, which I found one that is $200, it's probably going to literally just rip my asshole. But I, I'm taking a chance. I can't actually make myself do a workout on my on my floor. It just doesn't work for me. So I need a device. I need something. So that's what I've gone for. I haven't received it yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. Amazing. Do my workouts. Do my Playo Jam live workouts. I know. They're aggressive. When is the time where you're going to be able to buy yourself a stupid fucking device if it's not now? God knows what I'll do with it after when I leave. But, you know, I took a chance. Right. Please share the link for it. I'm curious. Yes. Oh, also, can you share the link for the wrist weights you got when we were at Hot Pilates? Because I've been trying to find them online and they're sold out everywhere. They're sold out everywhere. But there's a bunch of other different ones that you can use. I'll send you a ton of links. Um, yeah. Currently. I don't have any ankle wrist weights with me because I left them in LA and I'm deprived from anything I know, anything I like, but I'll have a spin bike. So we're all good. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk about The Bachelor, guys. This is the group that I watch The Bachelor with. We have so many thoughts, so many feelings. Who's up to date with what is going on in Batch Nation? I am. What have you seen, Jen? Oh, so many things between like all of these people, like really just taking the opportunity to create a bigger following for themselves on Instagram and YouTube to, you know, relationships being, you know, whispered about between everybody quarantining together. It's just a lot going on amidst the new show that just started. What is it called? Like tell it to your heart or listen to your heart. Whatever that that horrid show who, which is actually kind of good. I don't know. It's really hard. Yes, it is kind of watchable. When I heard it was good. Okay, so when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, am I really watching this? Oh my God, is there still 40 more minutes? Oh my God, is this not? How is this on TV? And then it ends and you see the previews for the next episode. I'm like, okay, I think I have to watch next week's too now. So like I'm hooked, I think. And I didn't even intend to be hooked. And I'm kind of like mad at myself also because I'm like, why is this how I'm spending my time? 
I actually saw my friend, um, another friend of mine who does reality TV podcasting and she was like, what the fuck is this show? It's going to be so shitty. And she's also now hooked and she likes it. Apparently it's better than everyone expected, than anyone expected. It's so cringeworthy because nothing's worse than just being on a date and someone pulling out a guitar and singing to you. I'd rather that die. Hap- Yeah, <laughs> it, it happens a lot, but I definitely think the preview for next week, it makes you, it's more entertaining than The Bachelor. It actually, it moves faster. With these shows- with the cringiness, everything goes. Anything goes. So with The Bachelor, you get the little, like, s- sad story, the little, like, oh, I'm opening my heart and I'm so real. And, like, that on a date would literally just get you nowhere. But on The Bachelor, somehow it magically works. And I think the cheesy guitar playing, I'm going to serenade you, that shit works on TV, I guess. Makes for good TV. I don't know. If a guy did that to me, I'd be like, goodbye, here's the door. Maybe- yeah, that is cringeworthy. I went on a date once where a guy read me poetry and I was like, oh, oh, this is no, God. No. <laughs> I yeah. think that The Bachelor, this is going to work because while The Bachelor is cringeworthy and it is like, I mean, it's in season 7,489. So like this adds a little spin to it. It's still giving you kind of like what you want from The Bachelor, but it's it's like a different perspective with the music and like cringeworthy in its own way. So I think it kind of works. And also, I don't think the producers even know how the game is supposed to work or how the competition is supposed to be played. So they're like just going like along with it. It's really funny. And the guys are also really shady. Well, I don't know if I can watch it because I'm already quarantined with someone that has a guitar and likes to (laughs) pull it out um, several times a week and doesn't understand doesn't understand when I'm like, can we just stop right now? We're in a confined space and I don't need to hear you riff. Do you do you cringe when he does that? Or I, do you find I, I hate it, but I also have realized I have like to be fair, like I think I am very sensitive to noise because I've realized I don't like if there's a TV on and then he's watching an Instagram story and then there's like some other noise. Like I get really irritated by it. So like there needs to be only one noise, and that only one noise can't be the guitar riff. Do you find it funny how Jed from The Bachelorette is basically banned from this country for going on The Bachelor, for being a musician and being a thirsty musician? And now there's a whole show created around it. Wait, what do you <laughs> mean? What is, I don't know that story. He, why was he banned? Because he literally just went to become a famous singer and was lying oh. and had a girlfriend. Oh, as if they're not all yeah. going to promote their Instagram, basically. I mean, I well, just saw, I just listened to The Bachelor Happy Hour with uh, Rachel and what's her name? Shit, I forget. Whatever. To uh, research this podcast. And um, uh, Pilot P is going to go to DJ school. And apparently Blake has already gone to DJ school. The tea I needed on this episode. He's already got the computer. He's got the equipment. And he felt inspired. He's always wanted to be a DJ. And I guess he's into Tropical House with like Kygo. You know, probably there's some steel drums in it. Whatever. And yeah, he's like, you know, he's going to take up DJing. Probably probably because he has a following. So Vegas will hire him and he can make a shitload of money like the fucking Jersey Shore people did. Jen, how do you feel about Pilot Pete becoming a DJ? I want to know Jen's opinion on this. Almonds don't dance. And this guy <laughs> has shown countless times on TikTok that he has no move, despite being partially Cuban or whatever he claims to be. But like he, oh my God, guys, remember the episode where he was practicing his Spanish and saying words? And I was like, okay, we get it. We got that you're a Hispanic of some origin. Like his accent is so god awful. But anyway, so the fact that he's going to try and DJ now, I mean, I guess you stand behind a booth, but like even his arm, like, you know, when people like, I don't know, like 
put their what is it called when you like pump your fist in the air? Fist right? pumping. Oh, fist oh pumping. thank you. Um, Thanks, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I cannot fist pump. Like he's gonna look like a soul cycle instructor. It's not gonna be okay. You know, it kind of reminds me of like Brody Jenner, like now being a DJ. Like he's gonna be the new Brody Jenner. Oh, but Brody Jenner has more edge to him just by nature of being related to like the Kardashians. I, feel I was like. gonna say, and I actually never thought that I would support DJ James Kennedy for fucking anything. But yeah, frankly, <laughs> he's wanted to be a DJ for most of his life. I mean, he has more DJ credibility than Pilot Pete by about a thousand times. So, of all the reality people, I'm gonna go DJ James Kennedy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I I have to support you on that 100%. But also, as Jen said, when you're a DJ, you have to have some kind of a flow and a bit of swag. Almonds don't dance. They they definitely just don't groove at all. It's <laughs> right. a very hard, hard career path for him, you, I feel like. You saw, I mean, all his videos that he um, like posts on Instagram from TikTok or whatever, they're like unbearable. The one where he was dancing with his mom, he's rhythmless nation. Like, no. <laughs> oh, yes. On another thirsty note, um, remember how we all fucking hated Crybaby, a.k.a. Victoria Fuller? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'm fake, not a model, and I'm fake shy, but really I'm a hoe, and I'll sleep with any celebrity, and I'm actually a fucking professional model. Um, she is now dating. Can someone say his name? Because I haven't followed, and I don't know who the fuck he is. Chris Souls. He's the bachelor that was like a couple seasons ago that got um a D like he killed didn't he drive drunk and kill somebody or something? I don't think he was drunk. I, well, who knows when he I, I looked it up. He when he finally he was at, he fled the scene. So he called oh. 911 and gave the guy CPR and then before the cops got there he had fled the scene. And so that's what he was charged with, but then when his blood was they figured out who it was when his blood was tested like 6 hours later, it was a 00, zero and and the, the article said, like, alcohol can stay in your system for 24 hours. So I don't, I think it was truly an accident. I don't know. He had a DUI before okay. it said, but I don't well, think it was drinking and driving. Could have been texting and driving. I don't know. His car accident may have been an accident, but Victoria Fuller being a dating, thirsty motherfucker ain't no accident. We're no. going from very famous country singers to going on The Bachelor to then to basically recycling a bachelor at this point. And I hate her. Sorry. I don't know what to say. Wait, like a country bumpkin, so she has a type. Yeah, I think they're perfect for each other. Wait, but also, really? He's like much older than she is. And while I support that, I think it's kind of weird because she was like just going after like a young guy. Now he's like another generation of bachelor people. But He's also like not in the public eye anymore. Like, how did they even find each other? He's like I mean, now nobody. Yeah. Also, I actually listened to this on Nick Vial's podcast because I've been listening because I've been bored. He's saying that once you actually get on the shows, once you get on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, the previous contestants slid in the DM, a slide mm-hmm. in the DMs. It's like a thing that happens quite a lot actually because they're like, "Wow, we're all in this together. May as well date from the same pool of thirsty people that went on TV on a dating show." And that's how it happens. It's like when you first become a comedian. It's the same thing. And then you <laughs> learn better. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I also I also would imagine happening. that they think it keeps them in the press when people are like, "Oh, this bachelor person, this bachelorette from that season are hanging out." Like I think it's a a way to like stay relevant too. 
This makes me like her even less. Like it, I didn't like her and now I negative like her. I mean, I've always negative liked her, but now we are moving very, very far negative, very far from zero. We are in the minus 20s. We need to talk about Nick Vial because I was very confused about his Instagram. First of all, are you guys worried about him? Have you seen his Instagram lately? I have not. Instagram is super weird, you guys. It's like, why? Also, how does he have 1.1 million followers? Like, frightening. And then, yes, it's like weird, random videos of him doing stuff that I, I have no interest in. Why am I, why do I want to watch you do this? Like, you're cleaning and doing weird things. I blame TikTok because TikTok has empowered people to decide to become content creators where they were once not content creators because everyone's doing it and it has all these like editing features. So, People are now creating these videos, hoping they become like viral trends. And I think he's just jumping on board with that probably because he has more time. Um, I I was reading through some of the comments on the one where he was like pretending to be different people in Soul Cycle. And while I didn't find his performance to be great, the comments actually though were really like lovely to see like he's helping some people like be entertained and smile in New York who are like in hospitals with like you know dire straits around them so like if it's doing that for somebody then great for me it makes me want to gag but like I'm not his audience anyway yeah I Jen I'm with you on that I don't think like I'm not when I watched it I was like oh these are weird but I think he's just trying something out meaning I think he's bored in quarantine and it seems to be alone and I think he's just I think A, he's trying out content like oh well what can I get out of this well maybe they'll think I'm funny enough that I can now like be cast to host this show after this or, or I'll go viral with this or he's trying to be funny, which is, I mean, admirable. I mean, whatever you, you figure out what works. So, and I, I don't think it, and I think he just has more time on his hands if it's not all landing, which a lot of it isn't. I think he's just, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say I would be worried about him. I think he's just, Bored. No, I'm worried. Let me tell you why. Because Nick, I, I, you guys don't listen, but I do. Actually, has a very successful podcast, and despite mm-hmm. all the negative things I think about him, like I, you know, I think he thinks he's amazing. I think he thinks he's above everyone, and he thinks he's super good looking based off of all his topless photos on Instagram. You know, he does give a really good interview, and when he does a bachelor interview, the questions are really really good. He's really good at helping people, dating problems, giving advice. I do think his opinion is, there's a lot of value in his opinion. What I don't understand and what is making me worried is that leave the funnies to the comedians. You're not funny. And him trying to be funny is actually weird because it's so off brand for him. And I just feel like because it's so off brand for him, he's either gone crazy or I like, or he's drunk alone in his house. But for me, it's concerning because it is so not in line with his persona. But I, as a counter to that, think about all the people that have been on reality shows who have gone on to do, and I'm not throwing shade at anyone I know or anyone I've performed with. This is not to like Astasi or Hannah Burner or anything. I'm not even saying that at all. But think about all the people that were not comedians before who have gone on to, because they have a following, you can see, shit, they can sell out shows. He might be just trying to figure out a way to do that, like capitalize on that, which... No I, one's above it. Everyone would do it if they had the chance. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he might just be trying to establish himself as like, oh, I could be entertaining. Let's see where this goes. Because frankly, like, I mean, Jacqueline and I are both comedians. We can't 
sell shit compared to these reality stars in terms of ticket sales. I when mean, after all our fire TikToks in this quarantine, Rachel, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It if is Jacqueline, frustrating. If Jacqueline and Rachel just went to DJ school, I think they'd be fine. Right? <laughs> We're missing the mark. Rachel, I'll find us an online course. Honestly. <laughs> Wait, is, hasn't Rachel tried to be a DJ before? Oh, no, I just DJed my own podcast music as a joke, but I actually ended up using it. I'm actually crying. Well, so despite the fact that Nick's posts are very off-brand and, you know, we have different opinions about this, he has also made a very thirsty attempt at remaining press relevant by posting a photo of him and Kelly when the news broke about Peter and Kelly being quarantined together in Chicago. How did you guys read the photo? What did you understand from the photo? Because I didn't understand the caption. I didn't No, understand. I loved the caption. I thought that was the funniest thing that has come out of Nick's mouth, actually. Why? What did it say? She's not with Peter. I thought it was actually very <laughs> clever. There's another one. There was another photo that he posted. Oh, where? Um, okay, I didn't see that one. And he didn't say she's not with Peter. He said... I stand corrected. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Was that a, a like rebuttal to the, she's not with Peter. I stand corrected. Like, yeah, he is. I, think I think that it was a comment on his other comment. Yeah. So he was saying she's with Peter. So yeah. he was trying to break the news to be relevant by posting a photo. Oh, of him I see. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I go so many different ways here because on the one hand, I feel like he kind of called himself out. Like it was a little self-deprecating, which is great because like he didn't get the girl, but at the same time, he was trying to be newsworthy because like everybody was talking about it and truthfully i think that none of it was any intention other than the fact he didn't want to look like an idiot that thought he was dating her so he tried to backtrack and be like no you know we were not dating because i don't know like it was more like about his ego i think can we talk about kelly and pizza for a while because they were quarantined together in Chicago. Do you think they're dating? Nothing has been said except for their thirsty friend who was like, I can't speak on their behalf, but I think they're very cute together and they're just very cute together. I just think if you're there, there's so much like bachelor, bachelorette between like that other Hannah. And like, I just feel like if you're going on a social media platform and you're showing you with somebody, you're making a statement. It's like without saying, Hey, we're together. You are, you're doing your, some stupid TikTok dance. And then that this person's in it with you all of a sudden, like, that's what you're trying to do. You're establishing the fact that we are together, like in this situation. So insinuate what you want to insinuate. It's being done on purpose, in my opinion. Hundred mm-hmm. percent super thirsty, but didn't I call it from day one? I was like, I fucking love Kelly. Yeah, I, to me, it just says that there is nothing more powerful than meeting someone randomly in person, and that is one of the only ways that you can date. I'm really sorry. How many of you are currently in a serious relationship with someone that you met on a dating app or on a fucking show or a game? No, none. I mean, you and I, my- the girls. My boyfriend slid into my DMs because of Rachel. So yeah, it kind of I, felt like a dating app. Yeah, but it was because That's I told a friend of a friend. Yeah. It's a friend of a friend. And like yeah. Rachel, you dating someone that you knew. Lauren, I don't think that you met him on a dating app. No, correct me if I'm wrong. Jen and I are still single. So, you know, we, we suck. 
You do not. <laughs> no, I think what like Hannah has been Hannah Brown and then Peter, what they've all been doing is actually really smart if you're single. Like find a hot person to shack up with for quarantine. I don't think either of these relationships are gonna last after quarantine. Um about Hannah Brown and Tyler, I just wanna say you know, if she found love, if they're together, that's all great. I'm so fucking happy for them. But please, can you look a little bit more sad for what is going on in the world? Can you please look like you feel sorry for the people in hospital, for the health workers, for the, you know, the kids that are unable to go to school, the parents that have to homeschool them? Like, can you look a little bit less happy about the fucking quarantine? I just want to know. I mean, I agree with you 100%. That whole thing was, like, atrocious. And I'm glad people started calling Hannah Brown out because she, like, posted photos in bathing suits. And they started the, like, quarantine crew. Like, listen, we're all trying to, like, stay positive during the situation. But to make light of it and be, like, not six feet apart and with a whole group of people and doing all these, like, crazy videos and things, just having a blast. Like, the world is falling apart. People are dying. So I'm sure amongst all of these things they're doing, they've turned some people off, um, and rightfully so. I, they, I was turned off by them prior to all of this. If they had just said, like, we're quarantining together because it turns out we're in love, or we're just going to give it a shot, and now is basically like love is blind, we're going to trap ourselves together and see what happens, fine. But the fact that they made it a party, and it's so like blatantly in everyone's face, that is uncalled for, I think. Yeah, I think they were quarantined together. And that's, I, I think it's fine. Like there's groups, like my family is all quarantined together. We're a group of five. But I think that the way that they did it, where it's like we're all on vacation together, we're outdoors. You know, some people don't have access to like a garden. Some people are like locked in a studio apartment in New York and they can't mm-hmm. get out. And that's fine. If you have a house, that's cool. But they just were so happy about it and there was no empathy no sympathy for the people suffering you know we're all trying to make jokes I'm making memes I'm being white girl problems about the quarantine but you know I'm also donating money money that I'm not fucking making at the moment and like feeling sorry for the situation like they they were just too happy for my like a lack of a sensitivity thing Mm -hmm. going on in like that video they posted where they were like he was trying to trick her um and she like into not she wasn't wasn't supposed to swallow the water in that one. It was like a, a a mind game thing, and they just seemed like I don't know. They were like trying to show people that they were like having this connection together, and they're playing these cute little games together, and they were super super giggly and like basically it felt like hey, this is a show to show like how cute we are together. Like look at our connection, look at our chemistry, look at our how giggly we are around each other, which is great, but it's just like not the right time. I don't know. I'm not saying post things that are like depressing, but it just seemed like it seemed irrelevant really. Like use your platform mm-hmm. for something else. And yes, it does have an air of like a lack of sensitivity for sure. I also need people to stop using the quarantine to become the next big thing on social media. Like I've seen bitches change their Instagram handles to like quarantine queen and like no. quarantine. Oh God, are you serious? The worst. Like, quarantine crew, like fuck you. Quarantine is not fucking cool. Like, yeah, it's cool. Wow. We should be doing it, but like we're not happy about it. Yeah. I don't like it. Although I will say my friend Elaine created her own um, line of sweatshirts called Class of Quarantine 2020. And then the back says back it up six feet and the money is actually going to charities. Go buy the sweaters, elainehaya.com. They're really good. They're for charities. 
Yeah, it's a so she's making light of it, but she's helping and there's purpose. I just don't like this ignorant, you know, stupid. I'm trying to make myself richer and more famous because there is quarantine. That bugs me. So let's talk about the two um, kind of winners, but losers, but you know, whatever models from the last Bachelor. We have Maddie and Hannah Ann. Both super thirsty on social media. Has anyone been stalking? I've been stalking. I've been hating. And I need to know that I'm not alone. I just feel like Hannah's Instagram, she just looks like a little like fun, like fluffy puppy dog whose owner is just posting random captions <laughs> under her picture. Like, <laughs> that is being hauled on Instagram by her owner. Exactly. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. She looks like a child. I feel creepy even looking at her Instagram, to be honest. Um, she's hot. She's whatever. But yeah, it's. I thought we were past this. Like, it's 2020. I didn't think we still did the inspirational quote thought trap picture thing. Sorry. But uh, so what I was going to say was I keep seeing them on my explore page and like involuntarily clicking in. And like, I cannot under any circumstance tolerate a model photo with like an exceptional caption of motivational speaking. Like who are you to motivate? Also, like when you look like whatever your picture is, like that motivational caption did not make you become that thing. So like it does not add up. And I'm like very sick of these influence, these, no, these bachelor contestants becoming influencers and like all of a sudden having a voice to offer the American people and whoever else follows them like advice, like, I'm sorry. Hoary Instagram photos with a motivational caption of the new lower back tattoos. I also think that, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to take credit for that. Someone else said that, but if you're a butt person, you know, no matter what circumstance we're in right now, you're not going to follow you for being a butt person. They're not going to follow you because you're fucking motivational. If you want to be the bikini girl, be the bikini girl and fucking own it. You know what I mean? Three. If you're, if you're on Instagram and you're doing a thing, keep your thing going on. If you're there for animal rights or whatever, like that's what people are tuning in for. We have, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the news and things like that. Like we'll watch the thing that we know to go for, for news or for like inspirational quotes or whatever. Don't just change it up all of a sudden right now, because then it just, it's like confusing and weird and inauthentic. That said, I heard her on Nick Bial's podcast again, and she was very honest. She gave very good answers. And I think that she's way smarter than I thought she was at the beginning of the season. So she grew from it and she, good for her. She just needs to, she just needs to change her, her Instagram strategy because it's just not working for well, me. Well, speaking of growing, I saw um, Pilot Pete on um, Tamron Hall's show and he was talking about how he may not have found love on The Bachelor and that's what he went on for and that was his goal but you know what he really learned? He learned how to love himself. Oh, wow. I've never heard that one before. I've never heard that one before. It was so generic. It was like, great. I'm sure you learned a lot. You just picked up the most cliched quote you could possibly pick out of a bag and just threw it up all over the show. Like it's doesn't, it's like, he might as well have just been like, blah, 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 blah. Even just as real. Like not to mention, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. No, not to mention he picked out the most cliche girl out of all of them, who by the way is now a YouTuber. Maddie, yep. YouTube channel. Follow me. Follow my vlogs. 
who's going to follow the vlogs. Not me. No, <laughs> no. I couldn't even find her YouTube channel. What 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 is the conclusion to all the bachelor tea that has come out during this quarantine period? Oh my god. My I conclusion is is take a nap, guys. Just relax a little bit. Maybe don't use this time to be so thirsty. Just put a pin in it. <gasps> yeah. That's what I said on my previous podcast to all the influencers who think that we need more content from them during this quarantine. Less is more. Create better content. <laughs> don't create more. I don't want to see more. Wait, I have something to say about Nick Vial. So he actually is now promoting, um, like supporting the front lines in New York. And I'm actually happy to see him do that for the sake of others and try and help a cause bigger than himself right now. So if you're going to use your platform for that influencers and mostly just directed at bachelor people who are not relevant at this time because you're not on air, um, maybe try supporting an organization. Guys, one by one, let everyone know where they can find you. Do all the plugs. Okay, well, you can find me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on all the social meds. And Jen? You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds as well. And you can find our podcast, It's Complicated Podcast, on iTunes and wherever you get your podcast and on social media at Complicated Show. Um, I am Jacqueline Marfuji, so at Jacqueline Marfuji, and you can listen to my podcast, What's Your Jersey Podcast, on all the platforms. Uh, and I'm Rachel N. O'Brien, reads like Rachel No Brian on all the social medias, and my podcast is called Be Here for a While. Guys, this was a shit show, but an amazing <laughs> episode. I'm so glad that I was reunited with my bachelor best friends, bachelorettes. Woo! I'm so much i'm actually so fucking sad hearing you guys all together is just making me want to actually walk to fucking la if i have to <laughs> and i feel a little swimming involved i guess and swim. we miss you you a lot miss, miss you. you guys so much i love you love enjoy you. your quarantine and please zoom me facetime me i'm lonely and i love you guys Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say It With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful thing you can do for this show. And of course, because I'm such a nice person, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be sending you some goodies in the mail. If you want to engage in the conversation yourself, you're also welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Say It With Me. Don't forget to look for it. And if you would like to support the show further, you can also join my Patreon for some super Super, super exclusive content that you cannot find on the main podcast hope you enjoy this episode